from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Fan Afternoons, Paul Ihander here. Graham Hill's going to sit in the sidecar this afternoon. Thanks for hanging out with us on an upcoming red, white, and blue weekend. But we will be starting out with things red, white, and black after a very, very busy 48 or so hours plus now for your Carolina Hurricanes. There are now three, actually, brand-new Carolina Hurricanes players to talk about and three Carolina Hurricanes who will be sticking around and three Graham Hill Carolina Hurricanes who will be departing us. Yeah, all good things must come to an end, but the good news is that the Carolina Hurricanes have added some great additions during this free agency period. I'm very excited to see what these new guys have to offer, and I'm very excited to be sitting in with you, Paul Ihander. I mean, this is pretty cool. I'm used to being a, a reliever in situations like this, but we're coming in and just facing a left-handed batter right off the gate with the bases loaded. So let's just let's get right into it, shall well, we? Yes, I suggest you announce your presence with authority. Yes, <laughs> I want to throw heat. Yeah, <laughs> just just bring it, meat. Just bring it. Why does right. he call me meat all the time? Yeah, uh, that was on uh, last night. By the way, I was watching HBO. I believe it was HBO comedy. Thankfully. And I forget how many hidden baseball gems are within that movie, considering it's the 35th anniversary. Uh, I, I just sat there and watched it. It's kind of my new, you know, how they, there's a there's a joke out there saying that when guys uh, see like the movie Tombstone, sure, they'll just stop everything they're doing and just watch Tombstone. Or you hear like the bell call of the dun 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 dun. Oh yeah, you hear that and you stop and you come running. That's kind of what Bull Durham is doing for me, at least for this summer. Like, I can't get enough of that movie to where it's becoming slightly annoying, uh, just for me personally, because it comes on. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go do something. I need to clean the bathroom or whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, Bull Durham's on? Oh, I I, I guess I should go watch that. (laughs) I mean, it is that time of the season where there's not a lot of sports going on other than baseball. I have a lot of friends that get upset when I say there's not a lot of sports. They're heavy on baseball. There's a lot of sports going on, Graham. There is and there isn't. There's a ton of sports. Tennis mean, on right yeah, now. Tennis watching. on right now. We had a NASCAR race in Chicago yesterday. Didn't Not Tokyo care, drifting, honestly. but Chicago yeah. drifting. We're off to a great start, Paul. We were supposed to talk about Kane's free agency. We, we, we've slowly ventured away to Bull Durham baseball. Bull Durham is the summertime classic. Like, point, period, exclamation point. That's what it is. So, lock in, folks. All right. So, Carolina Hurricanes, big free agent. Uh, the NHL started free agency. NBA started free agency at the same time. We're going to open up with the NHL. We will talk NBA today. Who is staying? Well, right away, we got all the staying guys. So, very quickly, the three-headed monster is back in net for your Carolina Hurricanes. Auntie Ronta got a one-year deal. Freddie Anderson got a two-year deal to stay. Jesper Faust also got a two-year deal to stay. Jordan Stahl got his done his deal done earlier in the week before this uh, free agency period opened up. By giving Freddie Anderson two years, Graham, pretty clear who the 1A goalie is going to be. I know people hate that idea of 1A, 1B, or whatever it is, and we have a 1C as well. But for the money that Freddie Anderson got in terms of uh, – when you think about the Carolina Hurricanes, you know, we talk about hogs and pigs because that's the mascot. So sure. when it comes to Freddie Anderson, this little piggy decided to go to market, but eventually this little piggy stays home. Ah, so Freddie I see Anderson what you did there. Yeah, Freddie Anderson staying home because he tested that market and it wasn't quite what he liked in terms of no one was going to throw five and a half million dollars at him like the Penguins threw at Tristan Yari for five seasons. 
So he got what he got what his market value was going to get, and to play for a championship to come here, that's exactly what he got was a chance to play for again a Stanley Cup championship, getting himself two years. Ronta just got one, and this is basically setting in the stage for Pyotr Kachetkov to take over in a couple of years. I mean, we see where these signings have gone so far, Graham. You're set up for the future in Kachetkov, as you mentioned. Again, we we hate a lot of fans hate to use the term goalie A, goalie B, but in a situation like this. You know, Kachekov still has some time to prove himself. I think about to last season, how rare was it you saw all three goaltenders healthy at the same time, right? And I think that's the big point of this. I mean, Anderson, 33 years old, Ranta, he's up there in age as well. I mean, these guys have had a lot of time in the NHL, and that's a good thing. You get a veteran presence on this Carolina Hurricanes team. But, again, their time has run out very shortly. I mean, you mentioned it. Anderson tested the waters with free agency, decided to come back. There's not a lot of teams maybe that are willing to take the risk on Anderson. He's great. We saw how good he was in the playoffs this past year. But 33 years old, 56, 25, and 4 in two seasons with the Canes. Posted the NHL's 10th best save percentage since the start of the 21-22 season. He doesn't really – he's proved himself to where he could go to another team. But to me, I think it's best that he just stays here with Carolina. He, I mean, he's gotten the experience. He's, it's obvious the guys like him. The fans like him. So, Anderson and Ronta, I'm very happy to see those guys come back. Ronta especially, he's a shutout machine, in my opinion. But, yeah, it just builds for the foundation for Kachekov to come in with maybe, let's say, the next two years and be the top-tier goaltender. All right, so those are the guys who are staying. Who is coming here now? They just announced at the Canes. Uh, one of them, Dmitry Orloff from the former Washington Capitals, signing two years, $775 million per year. Uh, he's getting, getting paid some serious starter money there. And Michael Bunting coming over from Toronto, who will wear number 58. Orloff's going to wear seven. Bunting's going to wear 58. We mentioned a third uh, as well. The Canes signed Griffin Mendel, a left-handed defenseman, to basically a uh, entry-level contract. He's 24 years old, played with Chicago last year. But the bigger news is Orloff, who was the top free agent for most uh, pundits and hockey people, and including myself, he was going to be the big get. And uh, general manager Don Waddell says uh, he likes Orloff, too, because he meshes really well with Rod. Or- Orloff's uh, you know, a-, a player that we're very familiar with. Obviously, he was in Washington for a long time and traded to Boston last year to deadline. And, um, you know, we think uh, uh, puck-moving defenseman fits the style that Rod likes to play. You know, he uh, can join the rush, can bring some offense and power play in that. And, you know, our team has been known that we spend less time in our zone than any other team in the NHL. And so when you're talking about adding pieces to your, uh, to your hockey club, you want to talk about, can they make your team better? And certainly we feel that with his abilities back there and that, that he does that for us. Orloff, the guy, like Don said all the right things there. I've been listening to Don all weekend long on NHL network and with the, with the media bells and things like that. And he says all the right things. You know, good puck moving defenseman plays lots of minutes. Orloff plays a ton of minutes. Like, yeah. if you thought Brent Burns at 38, and I hate mentioning age in hockey because you can be older than dirt and still be an effective hockey player. So let's set the, chronolo- the chronological stuff aside. Orloff will be able to take some of those heavy minutes off of Brent Burns if he needs to because he's got the legs to do it, and he is he's, he is the guy. Like, you pay him that kind of money. They may have overpaid him, to be honest, but they wanted to lock him down because the Carolina Hurricanes, if you're flush with cash... I mean, just make it rain. Yeah. Make it rain to make sure you get the guy you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, no, you're exactly right. Orloff is a workhorse. 
And Dom Waddell's right. You think about the style of hockey that the Hurricanes play, especially on the blue line, since Rodney Brennan taken over. It's kind of a, uh, a pinch style where they like to bring their defensemen up. Think about how many times you've seen Jacob Slavin score. Uh, even Jalen Chatfield started growing to a role a little bit during the playoffs. I mean, the Hurricanes, in my opinion, are a very heavy defenseman scoring team. And to pick up Orloff, who's kind of a uh, antagonist, if you'd say, you know, he's kind of a roughhouser. Some fans think that the Carolina Hurricanes need a player like that. Well, if when it comes to the Washington Capitals, what's the saying? If you can't beat them, join them. Orloff, it seems like he wants to come to the come down south a little bit, and wants to play for the Hurricanes. So I'm excited to see what Orloff has to has to offer. I think the pickup of him only solidifies Carolina already having one of the best blue lines in all the NHL, if not the best ball. Michael Bunting's coming here, too. Going to give us a shot in the arm from Toronto. Three-year deal for him. He talked about today with the media what made playing here in Rollywood a good choice. Once free agency opened, um, obviously it was a new new experience for me and, and going through that. And uh, My agent uh, reached out pretty pretty early and, and said Carolina was uh, a team that's interested to get something done. And uh, it was kind of a, a no-brainer from, from the get-go. Obviously, um, this team... Um, has been so close for, for quite some time here and um, it's kind of like a, a win now mentality so that excites me to, to come to Carolina have an opportunity to, to chase the Stanley Cup once again and and I, I can't wait to get it get it started and I'm really excited to be joining another guy who's gonna have to earn his money maybe been given just a little bit too much to to sign here three seasons but again if you're flush with cash they have the like, money to do yeah it. I, again make it rain just make it rain in the club uh, a couple of guys are going to go as well. And the question is, are there more targets for your Carolina Hurricanes? A target could still possibly, at least if you believe all the rumors, Eric Carlson of the San Jose Sharks. We'll talk with a guy who's been following Carlson's NHL journey next. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Lead into that holiday, not holiday Monday with us. Paul Iander and Graham Hill with you here on 99.9 The Fan. The Carolina Hurricanes making a lot of moves here as the free agency period begins for the NHL. But there's also some trade winds swirling. A lot of reports come out in the last couple of days that the Canes may not be done when it comes to adding to this locker room. One of those names could be Eric Carlson, a defenseman of the San Jose Sharks, former teammate of Brent Burns, who joined your Carolina Hurricanes last season, a guy who's familiar with both of these gentlemen, covers the Sharks, travels with them with the San Jose Mercury News out west, my good friend Curtis Pashelka. Curtis, let's start with this. 
on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the highest and 1 being the lowest, Sharks GM Mike Greer and Carolina Hurricanes GM Don Waddell can get together and get a deal done to send Carlson here to Raleigh? I'd, I'd put it at about a 5 or a 6. You know, I don't completely close the door, but it is it is a very complex trade and you know what what the both general managers might have to do is maybe include a third team maybe to try to shave down that uh uh that average annual value of carlson's contract but you know where, where there's a will there's a way and those those the you know greer and waddell have, have you know did the deal last year involving brent so um you know those uh we'll see we'll see what happens here but uh you know my greer uh isn't just looking to sort of do the right thing by, by Eric and get him to a new team. Like perhaps he did with, uh, with, uh, with Brent last year, he definitely wants a, a significant uh, return. And obviously that all depends on how much money uh, the Sharks end up retaining. So uh, I can't rule it out, but there is, there is a lot of complexities to this deal. Well, Curtis, so you're saying that Anthony Duclair's son, he did not do it for Eric Carlson and he is still 100% ready to leave San Jose. I think so. I think so. But, you know, even, even Eric was saying, you know, it, it doesn't have to be necessarily during the summer. Obviously, it would be nice for him and his family to sort of get that cleared up during, in the off season. But even if it perhaps drags into uh, the start of next year, he, he would understand uh, that just given, obviously, he knows how what his contract is, is all about and, and uh, you know, how difficult that might be to move. So, um, so he said, you know, last uh Last week in Nashville at the NHL Awards show, that uh, you know he uh, he would be patient with this process, but obviously, like you said, he, he he's looking to go to a team that can compete for a Stanley Cup right away. Curtis Michelka, join us this afternoon on nine 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 The Fan, alongside Paul Ihander. I am Graham Hill. Curtis, for those not familiar with Eric Carlson's style of play, if this deal were to happen, what would the Carolina Hurricanes be getting out of the style of out of a certain caliber player such as? Eric Carlson. Well, you'd be getting a, a one of the props of great, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, uh, offensive defenseman the NHL has seen, and you know since the days of Paul Coffey, um, or you know a guy like Brian Leach, you know, those guys who put up 100 point seasons pretty regularly throughout their careers. So um, you're looking at a guy, you know, a power play quarterback, a guy who you know is a human breakout, one single man breakout out of his own zone. Um, terrific passer, underrated shot, a guy who can play 23, 24 minutes a night, more if needed, um, and a good guy in the room too. He's, he's, you know, I think I think when he first got to San Jose, he was a little bit of a bad rap in terms of his, uh, you know, getting along with teammates. But he had to adjust to a completely new system, a completely new um, way about going up, you know, doing a, you know, way of uh, doing things. So. Um, so, you know, this past year, he was a, a great teammate, a great leader uh, for what was a pretty young Sharks team. And and uh, so uh, you're getting a complete package. And so it's just a matter of when you add a player like Eric, you know, do you have sort of uh, uh, the pieces that go along with it to, to make it right? Because when the Sharks traded for him here, you know, it was great that first year because they were loaded and they went all the way to the Western Conference final. But then after that, um, you know, the Sharks really weren't able to add too many pieces around them, you know, the flat cap and, and various other reasons. Um, so I think you're, you're getting a dynamic player who's ready to win, who's motivated, 
and uh, you know, just really just wants to be a part of uh, a winning team, a team that could contend for a cup. Curtis Pichelka joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Hotline. Curtis, you have me sold. What do you want? I'm like, what do you want? What 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 do the Sharks want? Because I got a I got a roster full of guys with I mean, and I I wrote it down in a piece of paper. I'm like, I got guys without the no trade clauses, so I mean, we can make something happen. But but what do you want? Well, I think the Sharks would love to you know get back players who are not necessarily just draft picks. I mean, obviously, I think the Sharks would love to get a first rounder back, if not you know high a couple high first round picks or high high, high overall draft picks, but also players who are maybe just on the cusp of breaking into the NHL. I think when you saw when the Sharks uh, traded Timo Meyer to New Jersey uh, in February, uh, they got first, they got some high draft picks, but they also got players who were, uh, you know, just a year or two away from really being full-time NHLers. So I think a, a combination of, of the two, um, you, know, you know, getting, getting some players who are, who are uh, on the verge of being in the NHL and also some draft picks they could sort of build around too are, are two key components. And, you know, I don't know as far as, you know, players on the NHL roster right now, I, I would assume that may be part of this as well, just to maybe help even out the, uh, the cap situation uh, for, for the, for the hurricanes. But uh, something along those lines, I think is something that, you know, both teams are, are trying to chip away at and, and get a deal done here. Curtis Pacelka of the San Jose Mercury has joined us here on the Houston Automotive Group Hotline. He also covers the San Jose Sharks. Curtis, since you're so familiar with the Sharks organization, I kind of have a tough question I want to ask you. How sad was it to see Brent Burns go? But then also, how happy are you and also maybe Sharks fans to see the success he had in Carolina this past year and how he's kind of become a fan favorite, a fan favorite amongst this organization? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think people were as the as the playoffs went on there, people were kind of hoping to see Brent get to the final and and uh play against his old teammate Joe Pavelski of the Dallas Stars. I think a lot of people would around people around here would have been really interested to see that because obviously those two are are close friends and and uh known each other for for a long time and and uh so yeah, people people definitely followed Brent around here, you know, he's the uh, you know, since he came to San Jose in, in 2011, he really separated himself and and became you know the defenseman he became uh, later in his career. I mean, in, in the first couple of years here, he kind of had to uh, you know take a back seat as far as being that offensive type defenseman to a guy, Dan Boyle, who was here uh, for a few years and sort of had that type of role. But um, you know, Dan Dan moved on in free agency, and and that role went to Brent Burns, and he. He took it and ran with it, and uh, was the offensive dynamo that uh, that the Sharks have been have been looking for. So the amount of offense he can produce from the blue line, and uh, so he's fondly remembered uh, around here. But I think I think Sharks, the fan base, kind of understood where the where the organization was at in terms of trying to uh, trying to rebuild a little bit and, and get some younger players in the system, you know, alleviate some of the cap situation that they had. So. Um, I think looking back, it was something that maybe the you know the Sharks would have uh, loved to get maybe a bit more in return. Not that nothing against a guy like Stephen Lawrence or a, a goalie like uh, McIniemi, who they got uh, from the from the Carolina's uh, American League team. But um, you know when they look when they look back at it overall, they think uh, you know this is something that kind of kind of had to happen, and not not only from Burns' sake, but also from the organization's point of view. 
Curtis Pichalka joining us here, covers the Sharks for the San Jose Mercury News. Curtis, before we let you go, do you know what's in Brent's backpack, by the way? like There's so much speculation about what's been in there. Did you ever get a peek when he was in the I, team, or did you uh, see what it was like raw meat, I think, at some point, or a blender? Uh, you know, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if there was maybe some uh, some meat in there at some point, you know. Uh, but, you know, he, he definitely uh, carried that thing around him throughout the, the road trips. I never really got a peek at it, but uh, I think it's anybody's guess what's what's in there. I think I read a story that, you know, he, he kept uh, a couple different things in there. So, um, no, I never did. But uh, certainly whatever he's got, uh, got in there is working for him, for sure. All right, Curtis. Hey, man, appreciate your time. Good to catch up. All right, you got it. Anytime. All right, Curtis Pichelka, the San Jose Mercury News here on the Heaster Automotive Hotline. Some insight into the Sharks' possibility. You know what? He said, Graham, five or six out of ten. So, so you're saying there's a chance. There's I'm always like, a chance. I'm like, and I'll throw. I, I've I've done the numbers. I have a piece of paper here with how it's now. The thing is, the cap hits eleven and a half million dollars. Okay, which is insane for this year. Now, next year, we don't know what the cap's going to, but this year it's eleven and a half. Unfortunately, even with the cap space, you're talking about unloading probably three or four players. So without getting that third party involved or them, I say them as the sharks taking some of that salary and holding on to just a little bit of it, that's probably the only way you get a true like hockey trade done. Sure. Sort of so to speak. Uh, but I'm, you know, outside of the rumors that, you know, Brett Pesci is probably on the move. And again, he has a he does not have any sort of clauses in his contract to move along. He can do what he needs to do. Uh, but we're talking about letting go of some fan favorites and I'm not sure people are ready to let go of a Marty Natchez just yet, even though he's in a contract year or Heaven forbid, Marty the Party, Jordan Martinuk, also a uh, contract year as well. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.